Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. You sick of hearing that yet? <laughs> Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Lost Papaya 9278. It is a story we've covered in the past, but now has new updates as well. So if you have heard the previous parts of the story, please feel free to use the timestamps down in the description below. And let's crack on with a story, which is, am I the asshole for not accepting my sister's relationship with my ex, despite her having cancer as a teenager? My 25 female father married my stepsister's 23 female mother when I was four, and she was three. We've lived together most of our lives and are a family. She and I were extremely close. She developed cancer when she was 14 and was sick for about two years. She since made a full recovery. During that time, my parents became understandably overprotective. They also asked a lot of me. I quit my extracurricular so I could get a job. The money went towards her medical bills and so I could drive her to appointments. I didn't go to dances and any fun activities I did needed to include her. I did almost all of this willingly, the exception being having to quit my high school volleyball team. I did throw a bit of a tantrum about that but was swiftly punished. I think having one emotional breakdown was pretty chill given the circumstances. Anyhow, I go to college and meet my ex, we'll call him Ben, when I'm a junior. We fall in love, blah, blah, blah. He and I move in together when we graduate, so we've been living together for about three years. We were now serious until July, when I walked into my bedroom and saw him fucking my sister. I broke it off, tears were shed, he moved out, etc. My sister apologized at first, but then backed off. I thought she was giving me space, but last week she called and asked if we could meet up. She told me that she and Ben were in love and were just telling me as a courtesy before they started posting photos online. Distraught, I left her in the restaurant by herself and did not pay my portion of the bill. She later Venmoed me, asking for the money. She told my parents, who then called me to their house, telling me how disappointed in me they are for not supporting my sister's relationship with Ben. They brought up the fact that because she had cancer as a teenager, she never learned proper social etiquette and has a hard time meeting people. I don't buy this, in part because I've seen her socialize just fine and since we spent a good chunk of the time she was sick together, that would also mean that I should have bad social skills as well by that logic. They then told me if I don't accept my sister and Ben's relationship, they may have to go no contact with me. I reminded them that I'm also their daughter and they should understand my point of view. They are adamant that this is about me being jealous of her. For the record, I'm not jealous of her. I'm not upset that Ben picked her over me. I'm sad about the end of the relationship and do feel betrayed, 
But Lord knows that I don't want to be with a cheater. What I'm upset about is, is the fact that my sister chose Ben over me. That she slept with Ben knowing he and I were in a long-term, committed relationship and continues to be with him knowing how much it hurts me. Now no one in my immediate family is talking to me. I'm getting messages from aunts and uncles and cousins telling me that I'm an asshole and a selfish bitch. Edit. Thank you everyone for your comments. This has gotten a lot more attention than I expected and I'm having trouble keeping up. So if I don't say thank you, then thank you. I've been given a lot of food for thought. To be honest, while I've had moments where I've been resentful or upset about my teenage years, I've always thought that I did the right thing for my sister and for my family. And at that time, wasn't all miserable. I was very close to my sister and we made things as fun as we could. But I didn't think of it as an abdication of my parents' responsibilities or that they were doing wrong by me which many of you pointed out. I definitely have a lot to think about. Thank you again for making me feel less crazy about all of this. And in a moment, we have all of those updates. So we're going to cover some comments in just a second. And I can remember the last time we read this and my initial thoughts on it. You know, whenever we cover a story like this, grief, mental health, and in this case, cancer as a teenager does not excuse you from sleeping with your sister's boyfriend it's just not on and the parents are just enabling the behavior and letting her get away with whatever she wants to get away with but talia says not the asshole your parents are enablers cancer as a teen did not shrink wrap her and isolate her from the entirety of human mores and values forever and ever amen from what you describe, it sounds disturbingly like you have been deemed the cannon fodder of the family. Take some time for yourself. Put them on the back burner. Ritara says, not the arsehole. Oh, heck no. Your sister is using an illness she had a decade ago as an excuse to sleep with your boyfriend and thought that would be okay. It's not. The fact your parents are going along with this smacks of having a golden child. I'm sorry to say that sometimes the trash takes itself out. Your sister is awful. Your parents are and were awful. It was not your job to quit every activity to pay your sister's medical bills and drive her around. It's good that you know this now and can get some therapy and move on with your life. You deserve better people in your corner and they are out there waiting for you. Papfan1 says not the arsehole. Her lack of social etiquette is due to their lack of parenting, not cancer. You're better off without these people. ETA, her asking you to a restaurant to deliver bad news and then requesting money for it is ridiculous. She sucks. And one more from Primary Criticism who says, so getting cancer means you can be an arsehole. Learn something new every day. Not the arsehole, obviously. Your sister is an arsehole, but your parents are even bigger arseholes for thinking you just need to get over it and accept things. You may not see it that way, but she did you a favor because now you're not with a cheater. And you know that your sister and parents are toxic and selfish and you shouldn't be having a relationship with those people. He screwed you over your entire life. You sacrificed most of your childhood for that girl. And that's the thanks you get. They are not worth your time or your awesomeness. Just fuck them. And just come back into this again one more time. That last line from OP, or one of the last lines where they said, Now no one in my immediate family is talking to me and I'm getting messages from aunts and uncles and cousins telling me that I'm an asshole and a selfish bitch. And I do wonder what they've actually been told, what the rest of the family has been told about what's going on because any reasonable person could see that Opie is in no way the wrong at all and it's all from the sister. So I do wonder if there's some lies going on in the background as well. 
But OP updated the post, which says sometimes you can only laugh. Just got off the phone with my cousin who saw this post and said he could explain a few things. I asked him why he was on Reddit instead of school. He asked me why I was on Reddit instead of work. I said touche. <laughs> he told me that after my conversation with my mum, she went to his house and talked to my aunt. And here's the deal. Turns out my sister is not only in a relationship with Ben, but four months pregnant. Which means she and Ben were fucking for longer than I had even guessed. Apparently, my parents are so adamant that I forgive her because I'm already ruining their experience of their first grandchild. That's right. I'm less important than my stepmom posting ultrasounds to Facebook. This is where we are at. Anyhow, I caught out of work sick the rest of the day and I'm going to drink a lot of alcohol, like a lot of alcohol, and start thinking about what the fuck I'm going to do. OP then posted another update around a week or so later, which says I was asked for an update and thus here I am. Two things to clarify before I update. One, I didn't have a shitty childhood. The favoritism started when my sister was diagnosed. I moved out soon after and have been pretty independent since then. Not saying that how my parents treated me during those years were a-okay, but I wasn't Cinderella. Two, I did not drink myself into oblivion. Had two white wine spritzers, but I appreciate the concern from folks. Anyway, the update. I got in touch with my sister and asked her to meet up again at a park. No bill involved. I asked her if she was pregnant and she told me the truth. She said she wanted us to still be in each other's lives and that she wanted me to be in her babies. A redditor, and I forget who, I'm sorry, mentioned that she may ask me to be the godmother and that person was correct. But as many of you pointed out, if I didn't cut her off, I'd just become her bank and daycare employee. So I told her I could no longer be in her life. I left her crying on a park bench and I felt like the shittiest person in the world. I emailed my parents and told them how betrayed I felt and that I'd be cutting off contact with them. To my stepmom's credit, she apologized. She explained that she never thought my sister would live to have kids and she let her emotion over that get the better of her. Understandable. My dad said nothing, which is honestly what sucked the worst about all of this. Ben tried messaging me from a burner account for the first time since the breakup, but I blocked him without reading it. I didn't go nuclear and post a story to Facebook as some suggested, but I sent an email to the extended family members who I care about. I explained the situation and how I'd be distancing myself from my family. Some have made it an us versus them situation. As much as I appreciate the support, feeling like I'm in some valiant battle just makes me more tired so I haven't been talking to much of anyone in my family. I feel lonely and crappy, but I think I made the right decision. Anyhow, not the most exciting update in the world, but hopefully everyone knows that I'm not dead. I do really appreciate the support I've gotten. It made me smile during a really shitty time. And hey, if anyone in the greater Boston area wants an extra guest at Thanksgiving, let me know. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A smaller update came in from OP which said, Hi, some people were expecting an update, so one, I'm spending Thanksgiving with a friend and her family, so I won't be alone. Thanks to everyone who offered me to host. It was so sweet. Two, I'm still not in touch with my family, but I know that Ben and my sister are having problems. I know this is because he showed up at my place and cried for three hours. Three, I'm going to go to New Mexico in April. Planning is underway. Happy Thanksgiving to those who celebrate. And that post was on November 24th. Then the next update came in January 1st, which says to make a long story short, my 26 female breakup last summer with X 26 male was volcanic. He's now expecting a baby with my stepsister within the next six weeks or so. Since I found out about the pregnancy, he's tried to get in touch with me six times through email, text, burner accounts, and has tried to get mutual friends to talk to me for him and showed up to my place once. The latter was the only time I humored him. He told me he was sorry. He loves me. He doesn't want to be with my stepsister and wants to get back together with me. I told him, tough titties. (laughs) He made his bed and now he's got to lay in it with her. I haven't dated much since July because of my life's implosion. But in November, a friend from college messaged me out of the blue. We hadn't talked in a long time. He, 27 male, referred to X2 for the rest of the post and X1 were good friends but had a falling out over something fantasy football related the year after we graduated. I stopped talking to him out of solidarity or whatever. Anyhow, we go on a date, we click, we go on a few more dates, we become exclusive in early December. I was feeling really hopeful about this until this morning. I was supposed to meet X2 at a New Year's party last night. He got there before I left the house and texted me saying X1 was at the party and asked whether I still wanted to come. I declined and went to another friend's house and have a pretty good time. I tried calling X2 at midnight but he didn't pick up and I didn't think much about it. Anyhow, I go to bed late and I wake up this morning. I have a message from X2 saying we are done. I couldn't even respond because he blocked me everywhere. I talked to a friend who was at the party the exes were at last night and he said the two of them had spent a good chunk of time chatting with each other but he didn't know what they were talking about. I'm not close with anyone else who was at the party so I don't really have anyone else to ask. Like okay, it was a two month old relationship. I'm sad but I'm not bereft. But the paranoid part of my mind is really concerned that X1 said something that resulted in X2 becoming X2. X2 has made it abundantly apparent that he doesn't want to talk to me again and I don't want to push that boundary. But I'm so confused. I could contact X1, but I get the feeling that he will open a floodgate of drama. I could also try talking to the other mutual friends to see if they've heard anything, but I also don't really want to spread this as a rumor if it wasn't true. I don't know. I'm at a loss. Any advice here? I'm spiraling thinking that my ex is going to try and ruin every relationship I have for the rest of my life. And the next update says, My last two partners have cheated on me. The first was a very serious relationship. We lived together. We talked about marriage and buying a house. He even took two pictures of us as kids and photoshopped them together to show what our kids might look like one day. 
The result was terrifying, but hilarious, and I had it as the background of my phone for a month. I walked on him, sleeping with my sister. Now she's pregnant, due in the near future, and he's with her. I know he's not happy. I know he regrets what he did. I know that he loved me. And none of that stopped him from fucking my stepsister in our bed. I spent so long now being upset at her and writing him off as just a bad decision that I wasted time on. But now I find myself mourning what we had. My stepsister and I grew up together and have loved each other for most of our lives. So it felt like that was the betrayal. But he and I chose each other. Out of all the people on the earth, we looked at each other's eyes, committed to each other and made the promise to stay faithful. And he lied, and he lied, and he lied, and he lied. And he let me go on loving him while he lied. And then a few months ago, another guy comes into my life and for the first time in ages, I felt hopeful. I thought to myself that maybe I could actually move on and live my life. I wasn't in love with him, but he was the kind of man I thought I could fall in love with. We were exclusive for about a month before we made the decision to be exclusive. I told him, everything that had happened with my first ex and told him that I could never be with another cheater. I wake up on New Year's Day to a text saying we are done. When I tried to get in touch, I found out he blocked me everywhere. Turns out he met someone at a New Year's party and hooked up with her. Instead of telling me, he just blocked me everywhere and sent a lackey to message me a few weeks later with a real story and a half-assed apology. I want to be angry and maybe a part of me is, but I'm sitting here and I'm just thinking. What if it's me? What if I'm just not lovable? What if it's never going to happen for me? The thing is, I've been a pretty confident person. I went through bullshit as a kid, but I got through it and grew stronger. I'm pretty good looking, though I've admittedly put on a little weight in the past couple of weeks. I've been told that I'm fun. I hold down a good job and make decent money. I also live my life according to my values. I've always put my family and partner first because that's just how I believe it should be done and I thought I would be prioritized in turn. I've lost most of my family because they'd rather have my stepsister's baby in their life than me. My friends have been fair weather for the most part, and I know that I'm a laughing stock in my friend group, as much as they pretend to pity me to my face. I feel the little spark I've always had fading. I don't chime in on conversations anymore. I've stopped putting on cute clothes when I go out. I don't plan anything, so I don't have anything to be disappointed about. Soon, I'll be the same age as my mum when she died. I never knew her, but I've always loved her, thinking of her watching over me. I don't remember the funeral, but it was one of those funerals where there wasn't a dry eye in the house. She lit up a room, people tell me. She was a good woman. In my worst moments, I wonder what it would be like if I died right now. Would anyone cry? Would anyone care? Would anyone even come? Anyhow, sorry for writing a novella. Just... Not sure what to do anymore and who to talk to. If you all read this, thank you. And OP's final update, which says, Hello folks, I thought that things on the internet died after a couple of days, so color me surprised when I still get requests for updates on the regular. Long story short, I don't have much to update. I didn't end up going to New Mexico because I conveniently got COVID the week before I was supposed to go. The baby was had, but I've had no contact with the baby or their parents. I've done a pretty good job of insulating myself from the news about them slash the rest of my family. My life is pretty much the same as it was. Sorry to the folks who are hoping I have some kind of happy ending to slap onto all of this. Things are improving just because time barrels on and you can grow numb to most anything given enough time and distance. 
but I've had no grand revelations, have not met the love of my life, nor had elaborate revenge on those who have wronged me. I'm going to Europe for the first time in October though, so that's exciting. I will say this, while I appreciate the solidarity and sometimes colorful language used to describe my sister and Ben in my DMs, I wholeheartedly ask everyone reading this story not to waste their energy on hating them. They're now parents to a newborn and regardless of the things they've done in the past, I hope that they can come together as a happy family and raise their child in a loving, healthy home. Hating them doesn't do anything for anyone, including ourselves in the long run. Anyhow, that's the non-update update. I promise that if I meet the love of my life at the top of the Eiffel Tower, or more likely stuffing my face with waffles and Bruges, <laughs> I will post another update. Until then, you can assume that I'm living, trying my best, and I'm very appreciative of all the people out there in the world who have read this saga and reached out with support, even if I have not had the energy to respond to everyone. And you mentioned about this not having a happy ending or an elaborate revenge on those who have wronged me, but in this particular case, and I read it in a comment a while back or several times by now, that the best revenge is living your best life. And whilst it sounds like you've had a fucking hell of a rough time, you saying that you're going to Europe in October, which we're in now, of course, and I hope you're having an absolute wonderful time, whatever you're doing. And I really do wish you the absolute best for the future because you truly deserve it. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? There's just so much wrong with the people in this story, apart from OP, of course. Yet, OP still wishes them, you know, they come together as a happy family and raise their child in a loving, healthy home. And I'm just going to read one comment that I read as I was just scrolling through that says, OP doesn't have a happy ending yet because her story isn't over. It's just begun. And I'm so excited for her and wishing her the best. Let's truly hope so. But what do you guys make of this situation? What would you advise to OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories. Your time is so, so important. So for you to be spending it with me today and getting involved is absolutely incredible. I can never thank you enough. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. 